Welcome to the Car Project Podcast, where we equip you to understand and study the Bible and find joy along the way. We're so glad you're here. We're back with the Car Project. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. And today we are on day 11 of our 12-day journey through the Christmas story. And each one of these days is a bite-sized little section of the Christmas story that will coincide with our Hope Has Come cards. And you can download those cards on our website. It's our hope that each one of these days will help you and your family walk through the Christmas story, maybe bring it to life a little bit more this year. Yeah, I love that. So today on day 11, Heather, Jesus has been born and now Mary and Joseph are taking him to the temple. Is that right? That's right. We find the the story in Luke. 2 verses 21 through 30. I'm going to read a chunk of it. It's not all on the card that we that is printed for you, but if you get a chance to read the entire scripture, it really does bring it to life. Let's read it together, starting in Luke 2 verse 21. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what had since been said to the Lord, the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and he was devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what those custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. It goes on past for verse 30 to say that Simeon says, which you have prepared, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory for all your people, Israel. So, you know, when I read a section of scripture like this, I often want to understand maybe the uh, a history question that comes from our CARA Bible study guide around what worldview, cultural, political factors and religious factors would they have in experiences would they have had that would have been a part of their world. We're getting a glimpse of that a little bit as we read the story of Mary and Joseph going to the temple because going to the mm-hmm. temple in Jerusalem to offer sacrifices and offerings every year was really a part of the Old Testament law um, and part of that law of Moses mm-hmm. that's referenced in our verses. Right. In fact, as you were reading, I was looking to the cross references here. They point to Leviticus 12, 6 and 8, which, which do say that you know it was, it was customary after a woman gave birth to offer a year old lamb. Mm-hmm. But if they couldn't afford that, then two doves or pigeons would also work. And, and this was to offer an atonement to God, really, and to, to purify her and make her clean after giving birth. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing in our passage that Mary and Joseph are living out this law of Moses. But this was just one of 613 laws mm-hmm. that the people at that time would have to follow in order to have their right mm-hmm. standing with God. And I'm bringing this up because Simeon sees something different that anybody else sees because he had mm-hmm. this knowledge from the Holy Spirit. First of all, can we just pause on that? Like he had like the Holy Spirit in him and he had this knowledge that was so unique from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He knew that the sacrifices and ceremonies that were being put on in the temple were just a, sem- a temporary substitute for what would ultimately and permanently be covered by the, in this, by the mm-hmm. sins of mankind, which was Jesus. Jesus was ultimately covering covering all that Old Testament law. 
And so this would have been mind blowing for people to understand this concept of that. Uh, I mean, when you have these Old Testament laws, they'd only known that that was the only thing they knew that would cover them and create and create right mm-hmm. standing with God. The idea that Simeon is claiming Jesus as God's salvation would have caught people's attention. Mm-hmm. And you actually see it in Luke 2, uh, verse 33. The child's father and mother marveled at what Simeon said about him. Like they were just in awe by this. Right. I, I do love that detail. And okay. don't you love Simeon's, the joy that he expresses that you saw back in verse 29? It says, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at other translations, which is something that we do often in the car guide as well, um, um, in the New Living Translation, it says, now let your servant die in peace. So in other words, he's really, Simeon's saying, I've seen everything that I needed to see. And he was ready for the Lord to take him home. He's like, take me, Lord. I've, I've seen it all. Like, I wasn't going to die until I, I saw the Lord's Messiah. Yeah. And here Isn't I, that sweet? I just love it. He's just like, I'm ready to go mm-hmm. home, Lord. And this was just the beginning of Jesus mm-hmm. revealing um, our way to salvation. Years later, Jesus, when he is in the his final moments with his disciples mm-hmm. in the upper room in John 14, verse 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so we see that Jesus is li- lives out mm-hmm. his purpose of this being the salvation for people, to save people, to not need that Old Testament law anymore. This was, this was more about Jesus coming to be able to push aside the law and allow people to have right standing with God just by believing in Christ. So interestingly, this very law right here of going to the temple and these, these sacrifices here, Jesus would be ending these, right? That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. He's ending it. And so the question that I, we have for today is, well, how, do, how does knowing your salvation is through Jesus alone and isn't based on your ability to be perfect, to do all these Old Testament things, but as just in our in our works in general, how does that bring us peace like it did for Simeon? Oh, I love that question. It's a great question. And it, it actually makes me think of a passage, one of my favorite passages in, over in Titus 3, 4, and 7, because we see this idea um, that Jesus is our salvation really echoed throughout mm-hmm. the entire New Testament. But this is one of my favorites, Titus 3, 4 through 7. It says, when God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, mm-hmm. right? Not because of what we had done, but because of his mercy, he washed away our sins, giving us new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit life. Oh, it's, I love that you bring that verse up because it's such a great example of this idea that we're seeing with Mary and Joseph, you know, they, they were acting out this Old Testament law because they knew that that would bring them right standing with God. But yet with the gift of Jesus, we get salvation. These verses are saying this in Titus. We see it in First Thessalonians 5, 9, where it says, for God chose to save us through his mm-hmm. Lord Jesus Christ. With the gift of Jesus, we get salvation, not because of what we've done, but all because of what Jesus did on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. And so Simeon knew this. And I just love that because he knew it well before anyone else did. No wonder he was ready for the Lord to take him home because he had the hope mm. in the message of Jesus. And that's all he needed. Mm. Um, and that's the hope that we have this Christmas season as we remember the gift that we have through Jesus as well. Yes. You know, I love this. What a gift this really was for Simeon, mm-hmm. right? That he was going to see the Savior before he passed. Yeah. But also, I think a gift to Mary and Joseph as well. Just a reminder that um, that this mis- this this child 
is is a promise, and this child is going to be is the savior. And I, I just think those those reminders and, and confirmations really Absolutely. to Mary and Joseph, and and you see Mary treasuring these things in her heart, yes. and all these people being amazed at what they hear here. So, um, gosh, I I love. We really got a gospel message out of this yeah, one we today, did. Heather. We did. That, but so, that, that's the Christmas story in a nutshell. Is the gift is. of Jesus truly is the reason why Christmas is so important? Is the hope that it brings for us that mm-hmm. He is saving us from our sins. I, that is a the 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 crux of the. Christmas story and why we mm. celebrate Christmas. Absolutely. Well, I hope today was helpful. And mm-hmm. you make sure you, again, you can download these Hope Has Come cards on our website in the Cara shop. And we hope that you're going to join us again tomorrow as we move on to day 12 of the Christmas story. We wrap up the Christmas story tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks again for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the Car Project, visit us at thecarproject.com. This podcast is listener supported. So if you'd like to support, head on over to our website and click Give.